Listener discretion advised the following podcast contains content and language which may be offensive to some listeners and inappropriate for children. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Crone's Dome. Thank you so much for coming out and checking us out. This is our very first episode, and it's obviously about Crohn's disease. Um, I am your host, Nicole, here at the Crone's Dome. And on this podcast, we're going to talk about the good, bad, ugly, and the embarrassing as fuck about Crohn's disease. And if you have it, you know exactly what I mean. Uh, We are going to definitely talk about possible causes of Crohn's disease, you know, foods, medications, environmental um, genetics. Uh, I want to discuss about the gut-brain access uh, because we all know or most of us know that 80 to 85 percent of our overall health, immune system, our mood, our mental is all directly related to our gut. So if our gut isn't healthy and balanced, either are we in whole, completely. So uh, we want to talk about that. We definitely want to talk about the importance of a diagnosis. So yes, we do need our doctors. We do need to know what's going on with us. So we, we know the, what we can do to heal ourselves so we can make an educated decision. We cannot leave it in the hands of these doctors. Um, and we're definitely going to talk about that. So, you know, I, I hope to have more of you uh, continue on and listen so that you could get that information as well. Uh, we're going to talk about medication, um, you know, the, the bad stuff about the medication because the good stuff, why, you know, why we may need it, why we may not, because it is pretty pretty gnarly these medications that that they have you take for um, Crohn's disease. We're going to talk about homeopathic options, things that we could do to heal ourselves because you know what they say, you are what you eat and it is so true. We really are what we eat. Um, Lifestyle changes because a lot has to do with our our gut being imbalanced is our lifestyle. So, you know, look, let's look at some things about what, you know, if you have something going on in your life, what you could do to to change it, how it can really help um, your Crohn's disease or any other irritable bowel disease that you may have. Um, I hope that in telling my story, um, what I've done, what I'm currently doing to get my Crohn's um, in remission so I can start healing myself, uh, can help uh, others out there with Crohn's disease who maybe have fallen into this Western medication uh, rut and and they're just not having any quality of life. They're... um, they're, they're just not feeling well. They're finding themselves just wanting to be in bed all the time uh, and not do anything uh, with themselves just because you feel so absolutely horrible. Um, I'm hoping also that anyone listening that doesn't have Crohn's disease, but maybe has a loved one, you know, a, a family member, uh, a significant other, someone that they care about that has Crohn's disease, uh, have a better understanding of what they're going through because, you know, you're, we're not always going to talk about it. It's embarrassing. Um, and a lot of people that, that maybe uh, haven't had it in a while or are just recently diagnosed or, you know, aren't comfortable or haven't been comfortable talking about it, maybe it'll help them talk about it um, or, or it'll help you if they just can't talk about it. Um, you know, uh, I, I want to give a little background about myself so, you know, you can have some 
knowledge as to why this is an important subject to me. Um, I have had Crohn's disease uh, for 30 years. Uh, the first 15 years of that was undiagnosed and untreated. Um, I remember having symptoms as early back as seven years old. Um, I would have what you know I called a sour stomach, where you'd have those burps that smelled like rotten eggs or a really bad fart. Um, super embarrassing. You didn't want to be around anybody when you had those um, because you didn't want to be blamed for anything. Um, you know, real painful gas. I remember I would be doubled over in pain it felt like I was being stabbed in the stomach with a with a um like an ice pick oh it was horrible and I, I would be in tears and crying and and uh then it would lead to just diarrhea just horrible diarrhea and, and I would be in the bathroom because it just felt like it would never stop and I remember um, finding the only comfort I could find was laying on the bathroom floor because it was cold and it kind of like calmed my stomach down and to where it wasn't like convulsing and going through all these contractions. Um, so I, I, I remember many a nights sleeping on the bathroom floor uh, because I knew within the next, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes, I'd be on the toilet again, going to the bathroom because whatever I ate and it was everything I ate upset my stomach. Um, my mom did take me to the doctors a few times. She was not a big fan of doctors herself because she's had um, bad experiences. So she didn't want to take me all the time. Um, so when she did take me, the doctors didn't understand at such a young age while why I was having stomach problems because what do you have to be so stressed out about? You are just a kid. Um, you know, and I tell them water gives me diarrhea. It hurts my stomach. No, everything I eat does it. But, oh, you know what? You must be lactose intolerant. So you need to cut out all dairy. But if you don't want to cut out the dairy, then you take these lactate pills, you know, however long before you eat it. Take some Beano for the gas. Um, drink lactate milk. Um, and, and, and that'll be okay. Well, that didn't help. And so when that didn't help, they're like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, it must be a nervous stomach. I think I was like 11 or 12, 12, maybe 13. So, you know, t here's a prescription for Tagamet because at that time, Tagamet was only by prescription. You couldn't buy it over the counter. Um, and so when that didn't help and I was still having the, the diarrhea and the, and the gas and the bloating and, and the upset stomach with the horrible burps and you know I'm like in eighth grade doubled over after lunch in history class not knowing what's wrong with me my teacher's mad at me because he feels like I'm not listening to him and, and learning anything and I was too embarrassed to tell him what the hell was wrong with me like what kid wants to tell her teacher that hey I'm burping so bad you know that nasty smell you smell that's me um, and I'm in a lot of pain and I'm about to have diarrhea and hopefully I don't shit my pants on my way to the bathroom. So yeah, not what I wanted to tell my history teacher. Um, so <laughs> at that point I didn't realize it was, I just ate lunch. That's why I was having my problems. Um, but yeah, so, um, we're def definitely, that was not, not a good time at all not a good time so you know when once I told them like hey the tagment's not working I'm still having issues 
you know, still having problems, I'm having a hard time at school, I mean, just a hard time in general, they just kind of blew me off, and, you know, just, they didn't have any answers, so there was nothing wrong with me, um, I just must, I just must be hypochondriac, I must be worried all the time, and that's what's wrong with me, um, and it wasn't probably until I was 29 years old, or so I wasn't a student anymore so I wasn't on my mom's insurance any longer and I had my own insurance um, I absolutely loved them Western Health Advantage um, I don't know if anybody ever has an option to get them but I love them because they're really open to alternative medicine not just this Western medicine that um, these HMOs and everybody practice so um, I was able to do my own research and I found my own doctor, um, a, a doctor that was uh, familiar with internal medicine, so things going on, especially within the gut. Um, you know, um, also had, um, you know, just she was really familiar familiar with irritable bowel. So um, I chose her, and you know, my very my very first appointment, very first appointment. I remember uh, telling her my symptoms and everything that was going on with me and that, hey, you know, this has been going on since I was seven years old and everybody has been pushing me off. She absolutely validated everything that I felt and that it wasn't right. It wasn't normal. Something was wrong with me. And she said, absolutely, something is wrong with you. Absolutely. There's no way that every time you eat, you should be having diarrhea. Water should not give you diarrhea, Nicole. She said, diarrhea is a sign, uh, um, a symptom of inflammation, that something is really wrong inside of you and 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 you're not healthy. Um, she's like, God, we, we need to get you to a, a specialist like immediately and, and we need to get you tested because that's just way too long to have it going on. Um, so I was, I was really thankful for her, um, and just validating how I felt. And it was like, finally, thank you, God, finally, someone fucking gets it. Um, but on that note, we're going to take a quick break here, everyone, and, uh, we'll be right back. This is Nicole with the Crone Stone. Are you in need of some muscle you could depend on from moving to delivery services, property cleanouts, junk removal, and so much more? If so, you need to call Jack's Junk Removal and More, servicing all of Northern California, 707-685-0008. Again, Jack's Junk Removal and More has got your back. Truck, trailer, muscle, 707-685-0008. The superior choice. And so after after that, I was finally able to uh, 
get with my specialist and um, he was asking me all kinds of questions. We did blood work and we did stool samples and um, everything like that and nothing showed that I had any type of ir irritable bowel disease. No diverticulitis or colitis or ulcerated colitis or celiac disease. None of that. It showed that I was perfectly healthy. Um, so my doctor told me I'm going to have to do a colonoscopy. This is the only way that I'm going to be able to tell what's going on with you. So I remember doing the prep. Oh God, that was horrible. I was able to get it all down. You know, anybody that has Crohn's disease that has had a colonoscopy, you know how bad that prep is. Um, I was able to get it all down when in, I was getting ready. I remember they were getting ready to give me anesthesia and my doctor came in and he said, all right, hon, we're getting ready to do this colonoscopy. I really hope, um, you know, when I get in there, I just, I really hope that I find celiac disease and not Crohn's disease. Um, so I remember coming to, I was dressed, getting all my stuff together. My doctor came in with my, um, diagnosis and he looked at me and he said, honey, I am so sorry, but you have Crohn's disease. You have severe Crohn's disease. There's so much damage inside. You have ulcers from your esophagus all the way to your anus. He said, you've had this at least 15 years, undiagnosed and untreated. And I don't even know how you're sitting here talking to me right now because you're so malnourished. You shouldn't even be alive right now. So that scared me. That really scared me. I'm 30, 30 years old, diagnosed with Crohn's disease never even heard of it. So I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what to do. So I fell into listen to the doctor and what they say is right. So he told me the no fiber diet, everything, white bread, white rice, white everything, um, no raw fruits or vegetables, nothing with nuts or seeds, um, all canned vegetables, canned fruit, just nothing with fiber at all. Um, and so I followed it and I went on all the medication, 150 milligrams of prednisone every day indefinitely. That was horrible. I'm a type A personality. You don't need to give me 150 milligrams of a, of a steroid. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, so that was really horrible. Uh, the last medication that my doctor put me on was an oral chemotherapy medication, which I didn't even know was chemotherapy until the pharmacist told me that her husband was taking that exact same medication for his cancer. Um, I wasn't able to hold a job. My mood swings were horrible. I think I was really having roid rage, to be honest with you, on the steroids. I, could, I didn't have the empathy I needed to have for patient care. And I was working in pediatrics at that time with kids with special needs. So it was really difficult. I just, I didn't have it in me like I normally did. Um, I loved what I did. <laughs> Always loved taking care of people. And I just didn't have it in me anymore. And then... I, I told my doctor, I just, I had to be off of this medication. I had to be. And so I took a break, didn't do my care. Um, 
my second second or third colonoscopy, one of the nurses at the surgery center told me, my son has Crohn's, he's in remission, this medication they give is horrible, horrible, I need, here's the name of the lady, this is where you can find her, go talk to her, let her know your diagnosis, what you are, and she's going to give you a regimen, it's going to be supplements, medical will not cover it, it's going to be expensive, but my son is in remission, and he's healthy, and he's doing well. And that's what I ultimately wanted. So I sought the woman out. Her name's Tina. I absolutely love her. I don't even know where she is anymore. She may have retired. She's a holistic nutritionist. She's very well-versed in irritable bowel diseases. I went in there. I gave her my diagnosis. At that time, she told me to stay away from meat, eggs, and dairy. Woo! I can't stay away from the eggs and dairy. I really didn't think I could stay away from meat. I did stop eating red meat and pork because before that, because I wasn't able to digest it any longer, it made me physically ill to eat that. Um, so she gave me a regimen of supplements with probiotics, a plant-based um, multivitamin, uh, fish oil, L-glutamine powder, um, and um, a, a digestive enzyme and some other things um, that really told me to go gluten-free. Um, no matter what my doctor said, she goes, gluten is an, causes inflammation in, in our digestive tract, and our, our wheat now has 10 times more gluten in it than it did back in the 70s because it's been genetically modified. So I, I changed my regimen, and um, it helped out a lot. And then... Um, Unfortunately, a lot of things happened in life, and anybody that knows, stress is a major trigger for Crohn's disease. I had two people very close to me um, die. Um, I took care of them until the end of their life, so that was very difficult. Um, I had my own family turn on me, and my son and I were homeless uh, for a period of time, and then I had to move into a place that really couldn't afford so I worked three jobs to make sure that I got food on the table and rent was paid and my son was able to be taken care of and um, I did it and um, my doctor wanted me to take Humira I took Humira for a little bit and that just after I found the case study I just couldn't take it anymore and then COVID came and um, I wasn't doing my regular treatment as it was. I was supposed to do a colonoscopy and I ended up not doing it just because I didn't have somebody um, to take me and pick me up. Um, so I put myself on the back burner and then COVID hit. And then that's when I had the huge break in treatment. So like I said, I'm hoping that by telling my story here, it could help others um, maybe better understand maybe feel like they're not alone um, or, or feel like they're going crazy because of what they feel and they don't understand why they feel the way that they do, if they're tired all their time, um, if they just are confused <laughs> and can't think straight. Um, there's a reason for all of that. And we're going to touch all of that on this podcast. And and I, I'm really sorry that this one took a little bit longer than I expected. I wanted to do just a quick introduction. And um, 
I hope all of to see all of you back and to get more. Please spread the word. Um, I, I really, this is a topic I'm very passionate about and I want to get information out to people. I want to heal myself and, I, and I'm hoping that with what I'm doing and sharing my journey, I can help heal other people. Um, I'd love to hear anybody's feedback on it. Um, again, we're going to touch more on this next week. So please stay tuned. Um, we're, we'll be the same day every day. We'll have a new episode for you. And um, like I said, we're going to open things up. Uh, like it's a new new podcast here. It's just a new little adventure. So I'm just trying to work all this out. Um, but um, like I said, hopefully uh, we could get the word out, spread the word, get some awareness, get some healing going on, and everybody could have a happy, healthy gut. So All right, everyone, until next time, have a great day, and I look forward to seeing you all again. This is Nicole signing out at the Crone Stone.